are listening to the podcast of the White Church at the Elk River YMCA in Minnesota. Our mission is to seek Jesus, connect together, and share his love. Jesus promises the Holy Spirit. If you love me, keep my commands, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the Spirit of Truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings, Because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who has been given to us. Well, good morning. I was awakened by the wind roaring and uh, the flapping of my two-person tent. It was seven in the morning. And the temperature in the tent was 42 degrees, which means outside the tent was probably closer to 30 degrees. I was in the westernmost remote mountains of Mongolia at 8,000 feet, and I had to go pee. (laughs) And pulling on a jacket, and I crawled out of the tent and, and stood with my back to the wind. It's kind of a guy thing. (laughs) Sorry, Bjorn. And uh, (laughs) quickly scrambled back into the tent and zipped up the door and crawled into my my old down sleeping bag and pulled it over my head. And We had traveled for four days, often without roads and camping on on rocky roads, on rocky ground, and eating boiled goat meat two to three times a day. And on this particular morning, my gut was churning because the night before, the Kazakh veterinarian that we were visiting made me a special traditional Muslim meal of stuffed horse intestine. And I looked at it. (laughs) I said, you know, I think we were a little late to help this horse. <laughs> I'm not sure how it was translated, but everybody cracked up, so it, it turned out all right. But in three hours later, I was, I was going to be teaching these Muslim nomadic herders how to improve the, the health of their horses and hopefully tell them about Jesus. And as I lay there wrapped up in duck feathers, I knew, I knew I wasn't alone doing this work, God's work. Jesus said in 15, verse 16 in John, you did not choose me, but I chose you, and I appointed you, Tom, to go and bear fruit, and fruit that will last. And I knew that when God had chosen me for this work, 
And he prepared me and he sent me and he guided me. I knew he would always be with me. And he would give me the strength and the perseverance. And he would give me the right words to say and then the boldness to say them. And how did I know this? Because of God's faithfulness. God makes promises and God keeps promises. Jesus promised us in John 14, verse 16, that God will give us a counselor and the Holy Spirit to be with us forever. A promise. Each of us, individually, personally, as followers of Christ, he will be with us forever. The triune God, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit is perfectly faithful. Perfectly faithful. We can rely on him and we can trust him. And God's faithfulness means he will never abandon us. Never. So later that morning, we went to the herding site and the herders came and some were on horseback and some came with these old Chinese motorcycles and in Russian jeeps and, and the Muslim herders knew that we were Christians. We had previously trained their veterinarians. I sat on the ground with the herders and we were surrounded by mountains and glaciers. It was gorgeous. And we taught. And as I was finishing, it began to snow, making us pretty wet and cold. I mean, this is July, and it's snowing. And I don't know if you can tell in that picture, but there's snowflakes coming down. And so we retreated into their tent, and their tents are called gares. And, and uh, we drank yak milk and tea, a very traditional drink. And with more than 20 people jammed together in the uh, <laughs> aromas of wet wool and a dung fire and boiling sheep meat. And I silently prayed for God's help. Should I share my faith? Should I tell these nomadic Muslim herders about Jesus? I prayed for the right words to say. And it was the confidence, the confidence that I had in God's faithfulness that encouraged me to share my faith. And filled with the love of God and the guidance of the Holy Spirit and the power of the risen Christ, I boldly shared the gospel of Jesus Christ with joy and with gratitude, I experienced the faithfulness of God. Hebrews 10.23 says, Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he, God, who promised, 
is faithful. In our reading in Romans today, it says that this hope will not disappoint because the love of God has been poured into our hearts by the Holy Spirit, which God has given us. And I'll add that this hope in God's love will faithfully be with us forever. And I can look back at all the past 22 years spending summers in Mongolia during times of discouragement, frustration, apprehension, and sickness, that I've experienced the joy of God's faithfulness. The joy. And even this year, <laughs> with fever and cough and every joint aching from COVID, and I was high up in the mountains, and I was snuggled down in that same old sleeping bag, and I knew that God was with me because of his faithful promise. And with our Russian van stalled out in the middle of the river and the cab filled with water. And we rolled the windows down in case we tipped over, we could crawl out, sitting in that water. And... uh, I still had the peace and confidence that God was faithfully in control and he was with us. And a large truck came and backed down into the river and we attached a metal cable. I didn't. I stayed sitting in the water. But, and uh, we got pulled out. Each of us, in quiet reflection, And prayer can experience God's faithfulness every single day. We can experience God's faithfulness every single day. So even with the gift of love ministry, we have seen God's faithfulness. A quick review of the gift of love. So there's many remote herders with huge flocks of sheep. They need veterinary services, but they don't have much money. And we got veterinarians that want to treat these animals, but they need medicines. And there are groups of very needy, very needy, poor people in Mongolia. They're in desperate need of food. And what we have done is coordinate a ministry where we buy four sheep from a herder, take the money that you've donated and give it to the veterinarian to buy the medicines so that he can treat these sheep of that herder. And then with the help of local veterinarians and uh, remote home group leaders, Mongolian missionaries, We identify families that are in desperate need and give each family four sheep. And they hear the gospel. And they're prayed with and they have follow-up visits the following year. And in November of, of 19, I went to the remote countryside to help distribute the sheep for gift of love. 
and with the herders and the recipients and the veterinarians and families, and we're all just jammed into one of the gears. And I heard the stories. Stories of single moms abandoned by abusive alcoholic husbands. Stories of families with five children that lost all of their animals to disease. And stories of grandparents trying to care for abandoned grandchildren. The grief of widows. The abandoned, or the grandparents taking care of the abandoned grandchildren. This old lady on the right, partially blind, taking care of her mentally challenged grown daughter. The man in the middle, no longer able to work. And he opened his cloak and he had a colostomy in the mountains, in the remote mountains of Mongolia. The man in blue sitting next to me. Several years earlier, I had met him and he helped me treat horses. And now his wife had a stroke and she hadn't been out of bed for two years. And he was struggling to care for his three children. And I told the group that we were giving them gifts of sheep to sustain their bodies, and I told them they were giving them a more valuable gift. That about learning of Jesus and his gift of faithful and loving grace. I shared the gospel of Jesus And I told them that I understood their grief because I had lost my wife several months earlier. But because of God's promise, I knew that Mary was in the presence of God right now. The confidence of God's faithfulness And his promise that Mary was in the presence of God right now and that I would see her again. And now I had their attention. This is something that Buddha and Muhammad don't promise. And God faithfully keeps his promises. And I saw the tears and the hugs and the sincere expressions of gratitude when they received their sheep. I saw God's gift of love being poured down on these people, just as he promised. This past summer, I had the opportunity to go back and visit previous recipients, most of them from the year 2017, 2018, So here's a father and his two sons who received four sheep in the fall of 17, and they slaughtered the male sheep. 
for food, and now they have 20 mama sheep that sustain their family. One woman traded her two sheep for four cashmere goats. This is an entrepreneur. (laughs) And now she has 20 cashmere goats. Goats have a way of doing that. Now, you don't shear goats for the cashmere. You comb them. It takes about an hour to comb the cashmere from the goat. And that's how you harvest the cashmere fibers. And she combs the goats in spring and sells the cashmere fiber and is able to sustain her family. But she has also become a committed Christian and regularly attends her home group. This lady is a seamstress, lovely lady. But she didn't sell many clothes during the COVID years. And she was having trouble with her family. And I asked her, what did you do with your sheep? And with tear-filled eyes, she said, we slaughtered all the sheep so that I could feed my children last year. she's going to receive more sheep this year. The stories were powerful. And all of the stories were filled with gratitude. The gifts of sheep have dramatically changed these people's lives. And all these people, all of them, the herders, the veterinarians, the recipients, the families, have heard the gospel. They've had follow-up visits, and they've been prayed with. And the herders and the local veterinarians and the local pastors, they're still very excited about continuing with this ministry. And some of the herders have even donated sheep. It's wonderful. And after this fall, we'll have given over 10,000 sheep to 2,500 families. Praise God. 10,000 sheep. And with your generosity, the wide church will have purchased 60 sheep to be given this fall. Thank you. And the gospel of Jesus Christ will be shared with some of the most remote people in the world. I want to thank you for your generous support of the gift of love and and your encouragement and and your prayers for me and the Mongolian ministry. And I'll finish with 1 John 1, 9. It says, If we confess our sins, He, God, is faithful and just and will forgive our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. He is faithful and just. Let's pray. Dear God in heaven, we come to you with thankfulness and praise and worship that we can rest in 
and experience your faithfulness, knowing that you keep your promises, you will never abandon us, and you will be with us forever. Amen. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Y Church Podcast. For more information about the Y Church, check us out online at thewychurch.org.